to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I have been given directives to share the golden nuggets, the wisdom, insight, and understanding that Daddy God, Yuhei Lord God, Christ Jesus, and Lord God, Holy Spirit has given me concerning how to divorce proof your marriage. First of all, we have an enemy. A lot of people don't know that they have an enemy that wants to destroy their marriage. His name is Satan. Another thing that we don't understand is that we are dating our representative, uh, the best representation of our spouses. And we have a gift from God called supernatural sex, which will heal some of the woundings that you receive when you're in close contact with another individual, especially a spouse. No one can hurt you as deeply as a spouse because they have total access. You're totally vulnerable to your spouse. And because of that, you need to, as I said in the earlier broadcast, have your soul delivered and healed from all the wounds and gashes and hurts and pains that have happened to you since you came out the canal of your mother's womb, the birth canal. So I would like to continue the discussion about the forces that you have to deal with in trying to make sure that you are marrying the right person, the person that God has ordained for you from the beginning of time. Soulmate, spirit mate, body mate, right? So one of the many things when we're dating is that we, when we get into such an emotional um, I guess bonding with this individual that they, we like so much. We have a tendency to ignore yellow and red flags. And those yellow and red flags are indicators that either this is not the individual that you should spend your life with and eventually probably eternity with when you go to heaven. Or if it is the individual, then that area needs to be addressed. That area needs to be healed. That area needs to be delivered. As I told you before, I'm in the process of dating um, after seven years uh, after my divorce. And I'm learning a new person. I'm learning... Um, male, female things, and we are really working hard on communicating and being very clear and being very transparent with each other, and it's made the relationship very, very healthy. But the other force that I've had to deal with is family and friends. Of course, my mother's already calling him son-in-law, <laughs> which is a little too fast for me, but... I have to deal with the issue of my friends. When you 
uh, have girlfriends that have invested their life into you. And many of them have been wounded and hurt. Many of them have been divorced or are never married in some cases. And sometimes in initially people are happy for you, but eventually the woundings, their wounds are sometimes projected onto you and your relationship. And so in divorce proofing your marriage, you must be on high alert and not absorb, not take on the arts, the offenses, the unforgiveness, the pain of their relationship into your relationship. I noticed after talking to a particular girlfriend, um, oh, well, two of them really, um, there was turmoil in my relationship with my um, boyfriend afterwards. And as I sat back to analyze exactly what was going on, I realized that I had internalized, I had received some of their offenses, some of their um, concerns that, um, that they had, and, um, you know, carried it into our relationship, which was wrong. And it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. In some cases, most of my friends, uh, well, a good part of my friends are very spiritual. So they know how to go to the throne, and, and they're actively, in some cases, praying against my relationship. When they should be in neutral. They should be in neutral. Yes, they should pray for God's perfect will in the relationship. And... um and so I've had to address that. Yes, when when we, in my case, I only date potential husbands. When we are dating someone, such as my case, and depending on the progression of the relationship, there is an adjustment, a realignment of the other relationships. Because this individual is entering to the innermost inner circle, especially if they become the spouse. So this is something that we need to address if we want to divorce proof our marriage. Now, if you're already married, you still have to deal with these forces, the forces of your family, the forces of your friends, the forces of your colleagues, the forces of the culture, society, the norms. All of these have to be continuously addressed as we progress in our relationship, married or unmarried, right? So in divorce-proofing our marriage, we not only have to be concerned about our souls being healed and delivered and being made brand new through the word and the, the blood of Christ Jesus, we need to pray for our families' wounded souls. We need to pray for our family and friends and wounded souls, right? Because their wounded souls impact us. That's right. It makes me think the body of Christ. I just recently, we had intercessory prayer this past Monday, and I was given the assignment of unity and um, coming against division. Um, and the Holy Spirit had me talking specifically about Unity does not necessarily mean that we like the same foods, 
or we agree on every subject matter. Um, unity doesn't mean that we walk in lock sync with one another, like the same clothes, colors. That's not unity. Unity for the body of Christ is that we are under the lordship. We're in agreement that we're under the lordship of Christ Jesus, Yahshua Mashiach, that we agree that we are in alignment with the word of God and that we will be obedient to that word, right? Um, we are in alignment with... With the Holy Spirit and Daddy God, Yuhei we become one with the Father, one with the Son, one with the Holy Spirit. We're one with Christ Jesus, which we work towards bathing our minds with the Word so that we can have the mind of Christ Jesus. We, we surrender our will to, to Christ Jesus' will, and Jesus is one with the Father. Therefore, we are one with the Father and the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus surrendered His will in the Garden of Gethsemane. And we have our emotions bathed in the blood of Jesus so they become purified, holy, and sanctified in Christ Jesus so that we, we become one. Our souls are prosperous and our spirit can come through our soul. Our, our soul becomes like glass. Our soul becomes like transparent, translucent in some cases. And the spirit can go through because it, the spirit, our spirit, the Holy Spirit will never violate our will. Now, Satan will violate our will. But God the Father, Joshua Mashiach, God the Son, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, they will not violate our will. And so once we have our soul prosper and delivered and healed from all the wounding of this world, then the Spirit can come through and illuminate and transform our physical forms into the man and woman of God that God ordained us to be, drawing men and women to the Christ that's in us, glorifying God on this earth by acknowledging Him in all of our ways. This is instrumental in divorce-proofing our marriage as well. Our, our spouse and you or I, we must press towards the mark. We must press towards having our soul delivered and healed, right? Having our souls delivered and healed, yes. And as we Press towards the mark, press towards being more Christ-like. And our spouse, press towards the mark, press towards being more Christ-like. We become truly one, one body. And we are one in Christ Jesus. And therefore, we are one with the Father and the Lord God, Holy Spirit. That's a marriage made in heaven. Our minds are the minds of Christ Jesus. Our wills are in alignment with the Father's will. We love the things that the Father loves. We love the things that Christ Jesus loves. We love the things that Holy Spirit loves. And we hate the things that the Father hates. We hate the things that Christ Jesus hates. And we hate the things the Lord Holy Spirit hates. We have our emotions 
in alignment with the emotions of the Father, the emotions of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our Heavenly Boaz, our High Priest, our King, our Lord, and in alignment with the emotions of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. We have a helper, which is the Lord God, Holy Spirit. We have the advocate, Christ Jesus. We have the Father who loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And Jesus loved the Father so much that he was willing to die for us. And he did. So as we push towards divorce-proofing our marriage, I know that this time around, I am looking for a man that truly will love me like Christ loved the church. And Christ loved the church, the body of Christ, the church. He loved it so much that he died for it. But not just a physical death. Sometimes the husband has to sacrifice for this wife. And the wife needs sometimes to sacrifice for the husband, the God gave me an awesome experience, which I will never forget. There was a season in my first marriage where my former husband um, had lost his job, and it was so high up that those jobs are hard to, you know, get. You can't just get those types of positions the next week or the next day. It was two years well, he um, searched for another opportunity on the level um, that he was. And therefore, I continued to work in a somewhat hostile work environment because of my faith. Right. So I I pushed through. But many times I said, this is what it must feel like for a husband who works in, in a not too pleasant environment, but he must work because he must provide for his family. So it gave me a really strong empathy and understanding of the man's world as far as providing for their family. So basically, I was thinking about how what I'm looking for in a husband is a man that is totally sold out to Christ Jesus, a man who is kingdom-minded, a man who is kind and generous and is about his father's business, a man who will love me, like I said earlier, a man who will love me like Christ loved the church. Um, I am very excited about this opportunity of, of having someone in my life and I'm trying to get it right the first time. I'm trying to make sure that all the things that God has downloaded into me and taught me about the relations between a male and a female, the relations between a man and a woman, the relations between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, the relations between a future spouse. I'm trying to downloading and understand and walk in those things. So now I'm, I am dealing with the forces of other people trying to superimpose what they want 
in life onto us and make sure that if we make mistakes, and I'm sure we will, they're our mistakes. They're not someone else's mistakes that have superimposed their thoughts, their will, their emotions, their fear, all of these things into us. We've got our own issues without carrying everybody else's issues. And so this is critical that we understand this when we are divorce proofing our marriage. We must set the boundaries of our families and friends. And we must look at basically uh, what we need in order to have a, a divorce-proof marriage. We set the boundaries and we hey, lay hold to those boundaries. We walk with the Holy Spirit and guidance in this in the relationship. We stay within the guidelines. We acknowledge God in all our ways, including our relationships with our future spouses, so that we have God's favor. We have God's endorsement. We have God's grace and mercy. Yes, I must have it. I can't live without it. I must have God's favor. I'm just excited about what God is doing in my life and in my um, boyfriend's life. And I'm excited about what God is doing in the lives of my family and friends. I believe that this is going to be a year of blessings and opportunities if we will stay within the boundaries within the confines of the Word of God in regards to relationships, right? So I am truly excited as I walk the talk, um, and I've made mistakes already. One of the other things, and the pastor, Steve Dow, he he addressed this. I mean, it was awesome, our the service this past Sunday. And it was, it was talking about the past. If you want God's best, then you've got to leave the past in the past. You've got to move forward. And one of the things, one of the disadvantages of um, being an older couple and you've been married before and you've had relations before with other people is, I know as a woman, I'm, you know, I'm curious. I want to know about the former wife. I want to know about the former girlfriends. And like I said before, um, my boyfriend, he was I mean, he came straight from the throne. I know that was nothing but the Holy Spirit. He said to me, Gail, you are the only woman I want on my mind. Gail, I don't want any other woman in my mind except for you. Gail, you're the only woman I want in my heart. I don't want any other woman in my heart heart. Gail, you're the only woman I want in my soul. I don't want any other woman in my soul. Gail, you're the only woman I want in my spirit. I don't want any other woman, Gail, in my spirit. Gail, you are the only woman I want in my life. And I was melting like butter. <laughs> But 
this was someone who clearly understood and had been in communion with the Lord God Holy Spirit and knew exactly the types of words that I needed to hear to feel secure in our relationship. So, divorce proofing your marriage means that you need to be in close alignment with the Lord God Holy Spirit, close alignment with Lord God Christ Jesus, close alignment with Daddy God Yuhe Vahe. Right? You need to be in close alignment because it's the Holy Spirit. He knows all things. He knows your spouse better than, or your future spouse better than you, or he knows himself. And he can guide. He can help. He can guide and help you navigate the pitfalls and the quagmires and all the other things that the enemy, the booby traps, that the enemy has set in place to destroy your marriage. It is very important that we strip down to our real selves and be truly transparent because you don't want that individual to think that they're marrying someone else. It is very important. Yes, they might not like you, but it's better that they find out now versus after you have the wedding wedding ring on your finger and you had the wedding night. This is what happens when you have third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh, seven marriages. Yes, Hugh, was it? Oh, no, Larry King, bless his soul, had been married seven times. He, he, well, you have to give it to him. You have to say that he was courageous. He didn't give up. But there was some healing that had to be done in their souls Wounding of their souls. And this had to be addressed. How do we go about having our souls healed? How do we go about having our soul delivered? Through the Holy Spirit. He knows all things and He knows you and He knows exactly how to get you delivered. How to get you to come clean, how to get you to open up and expose all the dark, dirty crevices of your soul. He's not here to condemn us. He's here to heal us. And this is critical if we want to divorce, prove our marriage. We need this. We need the Lord God, Holy Spirit. We need to examine ourselves and when the Holy Spirit puts the spotlight on something in your life that needs to be addressed, do it. I was having a pretty in- interesting conversation with my mother who's Esther Williams, my heart. my I love her so much. And she has this running battle with her. There's only three of them left alive. One is her sibling, uh, my aunt Titi. I call her, her name is Rutilia. And, um, you know, I call her aunt Titi, aunt Titi. And 
they they have a love hate relationship. <laughs> they fuss and fight, and they can't live without each other. They talk to each other all throughout the day. The phone blows up all day long. Auntie calling my mom. My mom calling Auntie. And then my mom comes and complains about my auntie. And I said, Mom, you can't. I said, I noticed something in your relationship with auntie. I said, you know, you know that God has given you a wonderful opportunities. My mother was a nurse. My mother was a teacher for the Department of Defense. She, she um, got her, her bachelor's, her master's, and almost her doctorate except for the dissertation. And... She's had just awesome, awesome opportunity. My mother's very hard worker, and she's very beautiful. So she's had a lot of men try to try to sweep her off her feet. Um, dark, beautiful woman, just beautiful, 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 and still beautiful to me to this day. And but my auntie had a different, different walk. Didn't have the degrees. Didn't have the opportunity to go overseas and work in Germany for the department, of, you know. And so to I listened to my mom reminiscing and talking about these things. I said, Mom, why don't you let that go and enjoy your sister now where she is? And I was talking to her and I was telling her that one of the things also is that you can't change on TD, but you can change you. And I told her that, you know, my baby brother, he's just reached out to me. He has a tendency to sometimes be a little bit of a fuss, little fusser. But I love him dearly. And I just said, I'm not going there with him anymore. I can't change him, but I can change me. And so we need to come to the point in our lives where we understand that we may not be able to change the individual However, we need to examine ourselves and make sure that we be willing to make the changes that are in us. One of the great things my godfather has taught me, and I've been practicing it, and that is forgive in advance. Forgive in advance, right? And so it is my hope that... We will be able to, to forgive one another, ask the Lord God Holy Spirit to heal our wounded souls and ask Him to heal the wounded soul of our spouse and the people that are in our inner circles in particular because their wounded souls will also impact us. So yes, we do get married, but we do marry in a community. And that is one of the issues that we also need to address, and I'll talk about that in more detail in another broadcast, is understanding the impact of the community on the marriage and on the viability of divorce-proofing your marriage. It is very critical, very critical that we examine ourselves, that we recognize that this is a person that we want to spend the rest of our lives with and that we need to do the work, the work, so that we will have a marriage made in heaven. We need to bathe it in the Word of God. I love 
what Pastor Bill Winston did in his marriage with Sister Veronica. He prayed Proverbs 31 over his wife. She is a Proverbs 31 woman, and I'm sure she prayed over him too. And so they have an awesome marriage. Now, I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94, Dr. Edith Davis. Oh